love it, man. Oh, I, I love when you have a good weekend all queued up. Yeah, uh, yeah, we got a birthday party to go to tomorrow, Saturday, and uh, it's with very good friends. So I'm hoping Lisa can make it. She's not 100%, but I'm nice. going to make it. Nice, yeah. nice. That sounds like fun. So, hey, everybody, welcome to Over 50 Starting Over. I'm Barry Edwards. And I'm Merle Garrison. And Merle, I wanted to start off talking about, uh, I had a good lesson in business over the last couple of weeks, few weeks. Oh, yeah? Uh, oh, cool. Yeah, it, it's about perseverance and professionalism. And that assures an outcome. I had a very challenging situation with, I think I mentioned to you before, I like working with nonprofits uh, right, because right. there's such a goodness that comes with it. There's always an altruism uh, at the end of the day that you're helping out the world in some way or another. And I was commissioned by the Independence Ohio group of Kiwanis, Kiwanis group, hmm. to redo their website because they had this very old, complicated, and expensive monthly uh, bill to for this portal that that does the membership so that you can uh, take your members on and keep oh, okay. them accountable yeah. Yeah. that they I can do events because they host a lot of events and do the e-commerce end of it. So there's a lot going on there, but it was really old and antiquated. And I don't think I have uh, um, a screen cap of what that looked like. It, and it was very, it was done in the days where you wanted all the links you could in front of your face. So it looked, you're so impressive with all the stuff that you have to offer. Today, what we want to do is make it simple for the user. It's all about yes. the user experience and guide right. them where we want them to go. So right. it, the whole site was very cumbersome, very hard for them to use. Um, and very expensive on a monthly basis. I promised them. So my friend, uh, my friend, a marketing person that uh, she brought me in via recommendation. And I did a big presentation for them. And I promised how I can make all of this way more easy than it's ever been before and way easier for the user. Somebody coming onto the site, I will... Um, I will feature things in a way to increase your donations, which is huge for you. Uh, in increase the ease of adding events and promoting them and taking the money for them. The whole, everything about it. I'm going to make it so much easier. Now I've been told now, if you know anything about Qantas group, there's one commonality age. They're very old. Most of them are retired. Are huh. And yeah. I was told half of them don't even have email or computers. So <laughs> they hate wow. this stuff anyway, but it's a necessary oh, evil. Okay. They need you. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, but I need somebody to help them with this. I mean, <laughs> but here is the thing that happened. And this is another thing that happens as you get to our age and older is you just are, you know, people if and God forbid, if it's yourself that are battling health problems, my main contact that brought me in there via recommendation has been in Houston for the last three months battling cancer, getting cancer. Oh, boy. Esophageal cancer. cancer. Oh, really that sounds tough. terrible. Yeah, but she's been so brave. You actually did a prayer for her. Um, uh, oh, yeah, I remember that. Ago. Yep, yep, that and was her. Okay. it sounds, I mean, she's been so brave about everything. She's coming back to Cleveland now within, I, I think, just a few days. And it's been, uh, we've been getting updates along the way. And um, it's been a lot of uh, hills and valleys 
but I think I think there's been a lot of people praying for her like you and and me and Lisa. And I think that uh, she's going to make a full recovery and it's just such beautiful, a, such a battle. So it is, man, this there, is a terrible one. Go ahead. And to my point on this, so there went my main contact yeah. with this big organization and this very big, complicated website I've had to build. And I don't have anybody to say like, to ask, okay, well, what is your procedures? Who's going to handle the orders that come in? Who, you know, what kind of contact do we have at this point? I don't have anybody. I'm just working on my own. And uh, I was given someone, someone was pushed on me who was way too overloaded. And all of these people are very uh, intimidated by technology in the first place. So it's a lot of uh, very negative response. And here's the other thing that you can relate to. I'm the guy that's not in the room. And so that's the person that if somebody's complaining, you just blame the guy that's not in the room. And oh, I'm, yeah. Yeah, that always contract. works. Yeah. yeah. So I'm talking about the, the immense challenge of this. I'm trying to you know, paint that picture. I think I'm doing a pretty good job. And um, but I I remained positive throughout my every interaction with the few people that I could finally get and I would say thank you for bringing this to my attention I haven't had anybody else to uh give me problems but if I know the problems I can solve them I can solve it because it seemed like it was coming around like oh this guy doesn't know what he's doing and and I I know everything about what I'm doing I could solve any problem if I know what it is and I know what I know. the procedure you want is the mm -hmm. outcome. Mm -hmm. So I had to use this archaic payment gateway because it was super cheap. It's what they use for a legacy. I had to make this website run circles around it to try to get this, to use this thing. And it wasn't coming up with the results that results that they wanted because there had to be manual input in this. And I promised everything to be automated. Finally, so the president of the club is battling a form of cancer with his son. And has been oh. very preoccupied with that. I know, right? right? Yeah, gee. Oh, we hear the C word between our friends, clients, and family every week. Mm. And it's it's been, well, so he has been very, very distracted. And he and a super nice guy, though, got to say. He came to the rescue about a week or two ago, and I, and I explained trying to use this payment method is not working. If we could just do something as simple as PayPal, that that will work, you know? Yeah, yeah. And um, and he's like, oh, we have a PayPal account. And I'm like, oh, God, okay, can I have access to it and get all of this stuff to work in unison the way it's supposed to, the way I promised? And he's right. like, sure, no problem. <laughs> Gave me the information. And, and away I went, and I was able to get all of this working again. And I'm trying to find in the share where that page is. And God, I hate when this happens. Um, so let me try this once again, because I just want to show you the, um, the site and its end result and why I believe that it works so well. And it's not coming up. Why is it not coming up? Because you're on a podcast and it knows that you're let's, on a podcast. Yeah. Let's try this. I think this is like a share all. You probably see everything, right? Now I see. Well, now, yeah. Yes, I see everything. Yeah. Okay. Independence Ohio volunteer. Yes. Volunteers. So you can. Okay. That so this is 
the website and I couldn't find it on a singular basis. So whatever. And uh, I simplified the menus a great deal, as I said, so that I can guide people to where we want them to go. And what do people do mostly these days anyway, is scroll down on their phone. Right. So yeah, so you scroll down, welcome, blah, blah, blah. This is who we are. And the first thing I told them is that I want to jack up is become a member, put that right in front of their face and mm -hmm. donate today. So to okay. increase both of those. And and then the other big thing, as I said, about the events. So I made uh, creating events, loading them in here and paying for them, keeping the inventory, every aspect of it. I made it super easy. And even these three that fall in here on the homepage, that is an automated process as well. So I click on this. This is oh, a regular meeting. I didn't want to actually click on that one. That's it. too easy. That's why. Um, so they have a monthly meeting and all they have to do is change the dates in order to update that for the next month. Got and it. so their big event coming up is the Kiwanis golf outing. And so here it is. We got 128 seats left, all of the information that you want to find and uh, everything about it right here. And then if you want to register, okay, well, here's one person, put your name and email in there. And I got two or three other buddies coming as well, put them in there, then you register. And uh, so they have the names of everybody um, for the event as it comes up. And why? Okay. Yeah, great. Make a fool of me, Wyatt. Oh, because I didn't enter the information. Yeah, I was going to oh, say. Okay, I'm not going to do that. Not going to take the time. It does. It goes into the e-commerce end of it so that you can pay it there. I was going to say, you were about to lay down 450 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so now here's the moral to the story. Uh, because now everybody's loving it. There's also this mass email part to it that I didn't show you. And I just made that super easy for everybody and free where they were paying for it before. And so I, like I said, through the perseverance and patience of it and remaining positive, I now have won everybody over. And I now have information for many other branches throughout the area, the regional area that I'm going to, I can propose this to with the credibility and feedback of the president himself of the independence group. Beautiful. So I'm probably going to be able to expand this thing that I worked really hard on a little with a little, with a lot more credibility and some less effort as well. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I, I would have loved to have seen it before and after, but what I just yeah. saw there was very, very simple. Uh, you know, you go to these web pages a lot of times and I find myself wondering after I read through the, 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 you know, the first two pages, like yeah. what, what is this company? What What is this about? I can't figure out what it's about. And I keep having to dredge in more and more and more. And it's like, well, it shouldn't be like this. No. And it shouldn't be like that. And this mm. came right off the page. I like the graphics. I like how big everything was too. I didn't have to read any small print. That's right. becoming a problem these days, yeah. reading small print. By the way, I just had a I I just I just turned 57 a few weeks ago. And welcome uh, aboard. Thank you. You know what? This was a weird one, Barry. I typically don't have any problems with age. Like, I don't care. I'm actually proud of how old I am. Uh -huh. But um, on uh, this, the day before my birthday, actually, it had just turned midnight. So it was my birthday and Anne Marie uh, sung happy birthday to me and went uh -huh. right to sleep. And uh -huh. I was up all night. Uh -huh. I'm 57. It started getting to you. That doesn't. 
That doesn't sound so young anymore. Fit like right. 57? Heinz totally 57? agree. Uh, Three years away know, from 60? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, it really got me. And I was like, you know, my dad died. He was 55. I'm way older than him now. Wait, wait. but well, Okay. And I had like a, a, a really dark night. But by, wow. by morning, I was, I was back again. You know, I had a great experience, though. Um, on, on the night before my parents totally surprised me, they came from Georgia and they showed up at my house. Uh, the You've been family. seeing them a lot lately. I know. I know. It's so it's like, I told, I told my, my stepfather, Larry, I, I, I think I moved to the perfect place. I see you all the time. It's like, yeah. But this time Anne Marie was in on this and they, 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 she, I'm at work here in my office they showed up and parked down the street because I got the window right here. I could, couldn't see them. They snuck in through the back door. Oh, my God. And Marie uh, knocks on the door. She's like, hey, uh, something's wrong with the TV. I come out all annoyed. What's wrong with the TV? <laughs> What's wrong now? And she's acting all weird over by the TV. And I, I heard a sound. And I looked back. And I didn't see anything in the kitchen. And I heard another sound. I looked back. My mom was hiding. She was on. She's on her hands and knees, hiding behind the the counter, and she oh pops her head up. She kind of looked like a muppet, <laughs> and then my stepfather pops his head up too. <laughs> I was like, "What?" I, that was one of the best and the coolest things. For and sure. here's the thing: I, I bet you, I don't know if they knew this or not, but I get a kick out of uh, people hiding from me. Like you hid from me. My mom hid from me. That's so cool. On her That's hands funny. and knees. That's I mean, funny. like like a little kid, she hid from me. It was so cool. So that was a great that was a great birthday present uh, that they oh, gave. And, and then and then get this. So so uh, they brought steaks. I love steak. Yeah. Larry cooked me a ribeye steak on the grill. It was through the roof. It wow. was so good. It, and I and I had uh, you know I've been one, which I haven't had in a long time. Go ahead. Oh, that sounds so good. Um, uh, I was wondering with your new diet over the past almost year, I guess. Um, yes. I know you're such a meat eater. You talk about hamburgers and cheeseburgers and steaks all the time. Do you, are you able to regularly satiate that? Uh, or is it, do you have less of the, that craving now? Um, I'm not sure what. Uh, you're craving satiate. for meat. Are you able oh, well, to indulge on occasion yes. or how much? Not just on occasion, every day I get to have meat. Really? I, I, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, protein is good. Yeah. Uh, this is so, so uh, in my meals, uh, protein, like meat, uh, steak, burgers, chicken, uh, all that kind of stuff is all, all good. Um, and it's lean and green. So you have like a certain amount of lean no meat. No, you know, you you really stay away from the bread. Uh, you're staying mm -hmm. away from carbs. You're staying, I mean, not all the way away from carbs. There's minimized, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you're, but I mean, I uh, since I'm at my goal weight, I have mixed some bread in there. Um, you know, every once in a while, I'll have a piece of bread. But I'll tell you what, Barry, what's happened to my body in the last year is that um, I. I find that there are certain foods that my body processes and, and it, my body feels very good. But if, when I start, it, if I put some bread in there or a bunch of carbs, it doesn't make me feel good. Uh, I, it, slows, it slows me down. 
my digestive system works completely differently. It, it just isn't good. You there know what? Some some maladies that I was dealing with before I got on this diet that I have absolutely no problem with at all anymore. And in fact, let me yeah. let me get to something here because mm-hmm. I went I I would so I went to a trade show. I want to tell you about that too because this was the best trade show I've ever gone to. Wow, that's saying and a I, lot. It is. I've gone to a million of them. Yeah. I, I drove there from here. It was in Pasadena. And um, I how, how long did that a, take you? About six hours. And wow. I brought Anne-Marie with me, too. Okay. You know? And it, so this was it was awesome. This was Ooh. awesome. But on the way there, I started noticing I have prescription sunglasses. I started noticing, like, it seems like it's easier to see it than with my glasses off than with them on. And I'm like... <laughs> These glasses, like they're so dirty, you know. I'm trying to clean them and everything. <laughs> Can't see. And uh, that I came to the realization that you know I haven't seen an eye doctor in forever. Maybe my Same. prescriptions changed. So, yeah. so I went, and the guy's asking me, you know, questions ahead of time. Like, you know, what's the deal? And I, well, you know, I can't, I can't see. Um, and even when I'm reading, like I, I'm a huge reader as you know, uh, but I'm like, I feel like I'm just reading with one eye, you know, I can't even, can't see I'm it. starting really, to get that way. Really frustrating. And he's like, mm. huh, you know, um, and he, he, he throws this out at me. He says, you know, a lot of people, when they get to be your age, they have, uh, uh, they start having problems reading things up close. Yeah. Uh, when they didn't have that problem before, right. but that actually works to correct their nearsightedness. They could see things further away again. I wonder if that's happening to you. And I'm like, uh, right. No, I'm practically blind. I can't, I can't see with my glasses on or off now. <laughs> and he goes, well, let's see. He throws it up there. We, you put uh, the patch over your eye and everything. Uh, Nailed it. 2020 on my right eye. Really? Like, what? Like, are you kidding? And he's like, yeah, you just read the bottom line perfectly. Like, your your eye, your right eye is is perfect now. Uh-huh. And uh, and then he went to the left, not so much. Um, but uh, that's why I'm reading out of one eye, I guess. So my prescription totally changed. And then he showed me what it looked like with my glasses on versus glasses. I mean, it was like, you know, reading those letters. Yeah. It was like, holy cow, I've been, uh, it's like, I might as well be putting blinders on every time I put my glasses on. So that's that's a cool thing. He said, well, that is something that happens when you get older. A lot of people, their nearsightedness corrects itself. So you might just need the old man glasses for reading and that's it. The cheaters. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, well, the left eye is, it didn't change on the left eye. Mm. Well, I would say, so I still need glasses and I I got some cool glasses coming. So I'm excited about that. I'd say armed with that information. I've never heard that before, but I see. I haven't been to the eye doctor forever either. And I remember the last time I got the exam, the prescription for my glasses, I just, I'm nearsighted. I need them for distances when I'm driving primarily. And, uh, and she's like, yeah, next time you come in, we're probably going to need, you're probably going to need bifocals because of what age you are. And I hate that. You said the same thing a few minutes ago. You know, I hate hearing that. So my, what I've noticed is, you made me think of it with what you said. I don't feel like my distance is when I'm driving with my glasses on. It's not a real strong prescription, but I don't feel it suffered at all. But I am on occasion, like really clear in my eyes, trying to read something up close and stuff like that. 
So I guess it enhances mm-hmm. your point as well. Um, let's see, where were we going with that? We were talking about something else, but I do know I was going to say well, about the diet thing about you saying when you eat the complex carbohydrates that uh, you feel horrible as uh, before you didn't notice it. Yeah. I'll, I eat I'll bread all the time. like bloated. I get swollen. Um, but I, pasta it, it, does that to me. Mm-hmm. I feel distended beyond belief. Like I, I feel like a whale. For for yeah. a few days. Oh, me too. I feel yeah. you know that uh, a buca de beppo. Uh, oh, I, right. I, I everybody loves going there. I it. I always feel like you gotta get bring a stretcher. Get me out of here. Yeah. I can't. I'm like I, I'm like uh, a Humpty Dumpty now. <laughs> can't get out. Can't get out of my chair. You know, uh, that's <laughs> but, another uh, thing that uh, RFK Jr. was talking about on a podcast. I think it was the latest one on Rogan. He's been getting censored like crazy, by the way. They've been taking down oh yeah, no kidding. podcasts of his that he's done two years ago now, all of a sudden. I know. Because they want to guide the election. They do not want somebody running against Biden. That is, I don't have words for how bad that is. That oh, I mean, this is we're fascist now if we're lo- allowing these things to happen. But say an RFK Jr. He was talking about how I think the date was 2009. He might have said 2005. It sounded something like that, that food scientists discovered. OK, because we used to use I, I forget the chemical name for Roundup, but there's the generic chemical name yeah, for it. Yeah, and, yeah. and farmers used to ha- hire people to manually go through and squirt weeds to kill them. But then a genetic engineer realized you can alter the seed of corn so that it would be uh, unaffected by Roundup. So now they could just spray the entire crop of corn. And he said, then all of a sudden you see all the gluten allergies coming up, peanut allergies and all of these different things and how you and I are talking about how we feel when we eat all of that the complex carbohydrates primarily, I guess, comes from wheat and corn. So that, that kind of crap. Um, wow. Yeah. I, our food industry industry is so compromised. The more we find out about uh-huh. the, what's happening with our food, the more horrifying it is. I mean, it is. And now we've got this whole thing with Bill Gates and he's really yes. pushing this meatless meat and, uh, uh, and, and you're hearing scientific or medical journals coming out and talking about how bad meat is for you. But Bill Gates it's has not, bought up all these me- medical yes. journals. Uh, they're they're compromised now. Yes. So we can't even trust what's coming out of these these medical journals, the ones we've relied on, because they've all been bought off. And uh, we're they're they're attacking our industry. You've heard over the last year, couple of years, Barry, about all these uh, uh, food plants that have been yeah, have burned fire. to the ground. Yeah. Uh, all these cows that have oh, it's too hot. The cows all died. When did you ever hear that before? Right. Come on, it's been hot before here, and the yeah. cows don't die. Guess what? There's a whole bunch of cows right down the street, and it's almost 200 degrees here every day. So, are <laughs> <laughs> these special heat resistant cows? Right. What's going on here? But man, uh, and then you're hearing about them, you know, vaccinating our 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 uh, meat for some reason. Like, oh, I haven't we, heard about that. Oh my gosh, it's it's so crazy. You know like- what? As you mentioned, of course, big pharma would go for that if they can't do our kids next. That's you right. Know? That's exactly what's going on. So so people are talking about alternative 
ways of getting meat and going, you know, directly to the farm and, and getting it that That's way. That's the but way to go. The, I mean, it's, it's a good thing, for man. us. It's good for the farmers. It's good for everybody. It, 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 it you really got to knock out those four big food distributors that control everything. I mean, really, when you I'm start to think about what they're doing, it's a it's a very dark, dark thing. And it's like, mm -hmm. why why are you messing around with our food? This is yeah. uh, oh, there's no end to what FDA, CDC, pharma. Uh, I mean, the amount of destruction that they purposely put out there, the obesity program. Oh, now they got Ozempic. Uh, all the people in Hollywood are chewing that stuff up like a breakfast cereal. Well, Barry, getting back to where you were going with this on, on the diet that I'm on, I mean, after a year, I'm realizing now that the food that I was eating, it's not that I was, you know, this glutton or anything like that. It's just the, the American uh, fair it's going to kill you. It's going to, yeah. it's going, you're going to become a beast. You're going to have high blood pressure. You're going to get diabetes. You're going to die young. If you follow this, uh, this whole American diet, this high carb, uh, high, um, high sugar, high sugar uh, type of type of diet here that just, and we're sitting around and here's the thing. Culturally, we're all like, Oh, well, I'm in my fifties now. I'm supposed to have, you know, 40 pounds yeah. of extra weight on me. There's nothing no. I can do about it. That's what I kind of no. felt that that was it. And so now I'm 80 pounds lighter than I was before. I feel good. Here's something turning 57. One of the things I asked for was, Hey, I don't, I don't have any real shirts. All my shirts are all dark. Okay, because I'm trying to hide stuff. Oh, and, okay. And so, but I and I live in Phoenix, so I go out, and so I got dark clothes on. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't. I got <laughs> makes I need, all I need the like difference. White shirts or lighter yes. shirts, like the one. This is a birthday yes. shirt. Okay, nice. so I'm like, yeah, okay. Here's the problem. I'm not used to wearing white, so I get stuff all over the front of my shirt and everything, and I'm like so frustrated, Barry, because I got a whole bunch of nice white shirts. I got coffee all down the front, <laughs> what, mustard. That doesn't here. speak to how you were a year ago. I'm a, I'm a total slob, man. I mean, <laughs> I, I didn't know. I just didn't know. So there's another thing I got to work on here. It's okay. Silly. Uh, just as we're going, uh, continuing on this diet thing, which I think is very valuable information. I got a, another piece of good information to show you. Do you see this? Got a craving mindfulness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice and short. This is one of my clean mindfulness. This is a great buzzword these days. It, well, it really is. And, and this goes right to what we're talking about. Craving sometimes has a way of rendering the best of intentions null and void. God, do I know that? Uh, you know that when you're just that hungry and this is why I'm wrong. I almost I'm spit my coffee out right there. <laughs> of course, yeah, that, all the way down your that's shirt. That's a big dust. State. yeah <laughs> well well okay so what happened what i've been thinking about merle is for the last couple of weeks is i think that this intermittent fasting that i've stayed on is now doing me more harm than good in a way because i've been overindulging so much in that window and uh i've heard that as the, the main uh, problem oh, with this. Yeah. So even today, uh, so I would normally wait till 11 in the morning to eat and it was so hard to get to 11. Well, I wanted to eat before a podcast and I had an egg sandwich at 930. And I was thinking, you know, maybe for a while, maybe I need to go back and forth a little bit to shock the, the metabolism and the system. Because I think right now where I'm at, I think I could do like six small meals in a day and have no problem making them all healthy. 
because I will right. be well, that's starving. what we're, that's what I'm doing. That's exactly know, that's right. That's right. exactly right. You're, you're right. And I was doing the same thing, Barry. I was doing the intermittent fasting and I, I just, I, I wasn't good at it. Apparently. Um, I, first off, I was real cranky most yeah. of the time. Yeah. I, I didn't realize it, that this was what it was, I, <laughs> but that as soon as I started doing the six meals a day, uh, I was a much nicer guy. Yeah. Even they were real small. I mean, they were like yeah. 100, 100 to 150 calories. Those that's, uh, that's small. Yeah. It, but, but it, on this uh, diet, the food they gave you, it was, it was filling. And the other thing too was I increased my water intake, which mm, I desperately needed. I didn't yeah. know that. But uh, one of the things was a lot of my, hunger was really false signals that I was really thirsty. I wasn't drinking enough water. So that's, that's a big deal too. Huh. Uh, yeah. Your bot, my body and <clears throat> the way that it functions, I, I just totally changed the way that it, that it works. And I, I, I put down a lot of my cravings just by through habits that I formed. Huh. And now I just don't, don't have those, those same cravings that you're talking about because yeah. I mean, they're, those are serious. I mean, I, I found myself, like the addiction to sugar is our biggest uh, challenge. Th that's what it is. It's it's sugar. Yeah. Sugar mm -hmm. is really, really something. And and um, I one big thing for me, Barry, was I learned to drink coffee black. Mm -hmm. And um, mm -hmm. you know, I drink coffee. I'm a coffee guy. I and, love uh, but coffee. Me too. And I was putting cream in that coffee. And that's another thing I got away from milk. I was putting cream in my. But coffee. I use almond milk. Do you think that's a? a no, good I thing? think almond milk is good. Okay. Uh, I use almond milk too. I like and it. A lot. Yeah, I do too. I've learned. I've learned. At first, I was like, "What am I drinking?" Now it tastes good. I but really you don't. Like you don't have that gumminess in your mouth. That's a big deal. Yeah, that's a is. big it's... deal right there. Yeah, I was constantly like. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. I even do that if I eat too much cheese. And and so I was putting this cream. It was in, it was this uh, coffee mate with the and it's got a ton of sugar in it, and it oh. just tasted good. And I would just drink that all day long, mm. and oh. not realizing that it was completely stopping my metabolism. Really, yeah. I mean, I yeah. my body was just piling on more fat. And I mean, now I'm like, gosh, I'm now I'm down to one ninety five. Um, oh my god, you're yeah, and you're, I'm I'm feeling like ten like, pounds lighter than me. I yeah, can't believe that. Oh, I feel so good now. I know I mean, you do. It's just this is great. I'm I don't gonna... have any kind of bulge at the at the belt line oh, or anything nice. like that anymore. I, I I'm back to like definitely college weight now. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I remember when I was when I weighed this much, and I I feel a lot like I did back then. Maybe wow. I don't have the 24 seven energy that I had, yeah. but I I definitely yeah. have the the good feeling and get the giddy feeling and i was just telling my our friend bryant the other yeah. day uh i i was not expecting to feel this good at this age wow that that's amazing speaking to the sugar that uh in the problem that we have via the fda uh in this country subway the submarine sandwich shop fast food uh yeah. You know, you think you're not doing bad when you eat that. And I eat on occasion, though they've almost doubled their prices in the last three years. So I'm eating it a lot less anyway because of that. But um, they went into Germany and Germany has a real FDA. And uh, they told them they cannot call their bread bread. It needs to be listed as pastry because there's that much sugar content. Wow. Wow. Yeah. 
I that's mean, that high that's fructose corn or, syrup. They're it's bread. hidden. It's, it's hidden. Addictive. That's the mm-hmm. thing. It's it's yeah. totally addictive. Like you yeah. have to have that. All and, fast food. Uh, and I was going to Subway all the time, thinking the same thing. Like yeah. Jared, Jared did it, so I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna do. And I think the whole Jared thing was a bunch of BS. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. I, I you thought he set up. Nah, I'm pretty sure that was not uh, accurate. I, Why I read would they some stuff. Take Jared out. Who cares no, about Jared? It was, but it was the whole his. Oh, I lost you know a hundred and some odd pounds eating Subway. I think that was the BS part. I don't, oh, I don't, oh, I don't think that you weren't yeah, referring to the pedophilia thing. No, no, Jared. Remember that oh. was the big thing with Subway, where it was like sure. everyone started going there because this sure. guy Jared had lost all this guy. weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and he I, apparently he didn't lose weight on the Subway diet. So uh. everybody thought Subway was oh let's not go to McDonald's, let's go to Subway. And uh, then we all right. got addicted to that bread over there. Yeah. Oh, let's and go to Subway again. Food. Yeah. All fast no, I want is... a foot long of Subway. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I always get, too. <laughs> yeah. $5 foot long. Come on, man. $5. Yeah. Well, now it's $11, $12. Not kidding. <laughs> that's Not so kidding. crazy. That's it is crazy. crazy. Man. For what it is, right. It's processed right, for meat everything. Anyway. It's yeah. cheap meat. Yeah, That'll everything. be $5,948. It's unbelievable. Okay, so talking about the cravings and using mindfulness to uh, to tamp them down, whether you're trying to cut down on sugar or trying to quit smoking, mindfulness techniques may help you manage your cravings and research explains how they work. In a common form of mi- mindfulness meditation, you sit comfortably, focus on your breathing. We talk about that a lot. Instead of judging and getting carried away by your thoughts, sensations, and emotions that arise, you uh, you practice simply noticing them and accepting them with kindness. Yes. Now, that's interesting because uh, you're taking the edge off of it right there. Instead of having it tugging at you and saying, hello, hello, I'm, I'm knocking at the door. And you're saying, oh, just stay away. No, you're accepting it in and saying, I'm listening to you. It at least takes the edge off. So let's continue. In a mindfulness technique called a body scan. You close your eyes and pay attention to each part of your body, starting with the toes, slowly work your way up to the head, noticing sensations and any thoughts or feelings that come up. And I made a note here that I first learned about this reading Psycho-Cybernetics by Dr. Maxwell Maltz. He printed that in 1960 and I read it when I was in like eighth grade. And it was exactly what he, he he went through all of this, the body scan, started with your toes, go all the way up to the, and we've talked about that before. According to the study, mindfulness techniques like these involve a part of your brain that also contributes to cravings. If you feel a craving coming on, it's possible to interrupt it using one of these techniques over time. And and over time, practicing mindfulness may help you become more aware of your mind and body, more accepting to uncomfortable feelings and less impulsive and reactive, all of which help manage your cravings. I completely agree on that, that even the act of uh, doing the mindfulness, even for a couple of minutes a day, it does increase your awareness of your body and of your emotions. Notice what body part is reacting to certain things and you just become your mind and body heal. And, and instead of listening to our, having our body control our minds, we can actually have our minds control our bodies. Why well, isn't that a concept? And we've talked about, this is sort of the same thing we've talked about before, yeah. which is um, the different parts. I, I, you had the words for this, but the different parts of your, your brain where one is really, 
triggered oh. uh, emotions, sympathetic and parasympathetic brain. Yes. So yes. like you're the first part, you're going to react. You're going to have emotion. You're going to be angry. Parasympathetic. And, and, and this is where if yeah. you, it, it, where a lot of a human. Sorry, a act, yeah. yeah so whatever it's it reacting. is. It's yeah. Reacting. So whatever it is, it's, it's reactive. And this is where a lot of our human interactions actually reside is at this level but this is a very dangerous level uh, this you're is in, all you're, emotions you're in here right you're yeah, in your it's heart all emotions, you're in your nervous right. system and you want to get back up here in your parasympathetic nerve where, where it calms you down and you rationalize what so yeah. in our uh in optavia dr a the founder of octavia had this the similar technique which is when you find yourself triggered You'll notice your heart beating faster. Your 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 breathing yeah. is faster. Oh, yeah. um, Short in, yeah, yeah. And when you this could be your red flag or your dashboard indicator that you need yeah. to take this action. And his suggestion is take a deep breath. Yes, yes. It's just the opposite of and what you're. Yeah, have you're your water with reacting you. to. Yeah, take a sip of water. But while you're doing that, you need to be thinking, what is it that's happened? Why am I feeling the way that I'm feeling? And what is the outcome that I want? Which takes you from that sympathetic brain to your parasympathetic, where your reason and logic reside. Mm -hmm. And then you can have a much better response. We talked about Abraham Lincoln in one of the past shows where he would get raving angry of course he's he's in the civil war there's a lot to anger you and yeah. he'd write this scathing letter to yeah. one of his generals but then he would put it in his desk and wait till the next day to decide whether he was going to send it or not and we know this because there was a whole bunch of letters that they found that he never sent that were just like beating the hell out of people <laughs> you know and, people should do that never... with social media posts but then you see the letter that he did send uh, mm -hmm. They have those too, compared to the letters that he didn't send that he wanted to send, and it's an amazing difference. And how yeah. this, how the next letter was, the first letter was ripping this person's head off and dressing them down. The the next letter was, I have respect for you. I saw this yeah. happen. I did not like that, but I think that you are worthy of being able to overcome this and i believe in you that's the kind of thing he built people up with the, yeah. the second one that's that was the outcome that he was really looking for sure and we can use the same kind of technique that you're talking about it's a it's the same thing just wrapped up a little bit different i like how it's called mindfulness well sure mindfulness as you said before it is all the rage today it's almost a buzzword but all it is is it's a form of meditation where you're you're scanning your body, you're recognizing your thought patterns, and you're trying to improve on those thought patterns. So these are things that um, in this diet that we use to overcome these terrible, terrible cravings, and yeah. they are terrible. I mean, I, I can, there's many times I've stood in front of my refrigerator, just like, <laughs> just that, you know, just, oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, anyhow, it's so worth it, man. Because uh, yeah. life, life is life is good when you're healthy. And uh, what, the, what is they yeah. they say nothing tastes. There's a saying that it about nothing tastes feels better than being skinny, or nothing tastes better than be than skinny. 
In other yeah, words, you, it's you, like it's not worth eating that cake. You know, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah, I said it wrong, but it, there's something like that a, makes sense. Clever. Yeah. I, I just found out um, my father before he died. He and my mother went on this epic journey to Israel, and uh, they they had, they were that. they were new Christians at the time, and uh, they went there and had and my dad had just gotten this uh, video camera, a VCR kind of thing, mm. and uh, you know those big things oh, you yeah. put on your shoulder oh, yeah. and everything. He lugged that thing out to Israel and took like hours and hours of really boring video <laughs> like no editing just you know and the camera was like don't move I, I, and we had to watch all of this i was seasick oh. by the time I, we were done but it was still so cool but i found out from my mom recently he was like a few years younger than us at the time right. she said when they went to these places on the tour bus a lot of times he wouldn't even get out of the tour bus everybody would be all excited and he he wouldn't get out because he had gotten himself so out of shape and overweight oh. that he he was and just carrying exhausted. around that giant camera, yeah. and he was he was exhausted. Sure. And uh, what what a terrible commentary that uh, you is. know here he he had worked so hard, mm -hmm. but because he hadn't kept up with his health, mm -hmm. uh, he couldn't enjoy it, and then he died at age fifty five. And boy, but I don't want I don't want any of us to go out like that. That's a terrible way to go. But he was largely a product of the times where we trusted our government, the food pyramid and all these different things. And we, you know, as recently as the coronavirus, they wanted to push the vaccine so badly. And yet they they wouldn't tell you the two things that would be most in your favor, be at a healthy weight and take vitamin D because yeah, 80 percent in the sun. Yeah, well, yes, same thing, because 80 yeah. percent of people that actually had strong complications from the virus were deficient in vitamin D. But obesity, number one, I you you said yourself that uh, is, that was a, a big, big instigator. Deal. It was. Yeah, and you. Uh, so this go, was it. It was like, I don't want to have to deal with the medical system any longer with my body. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. uh, there's a lot of crazy things going on. And the number one thing I can do is lower my weight. Yeah. And uh, it seemed to be the, the intersection of all the problems we heard during the it COVID is. crisis. And, and it was just like, and, and even it didn't, it's not just COVID. It was everything before that. It just didn't register like mm -hmm. it did uh, during COVID. And now it's like, I'm never going back to that. Right. Uh, I never, never going back to that because it's just it's a it's a it's a huge, huge risk. And we just have to be careful. We have to watch what we're eating, man. I'm so glad that RFK Jr. is running for him. president because mm -hmm. now uh, all, all of this stuff he's been talking about, even though they're censoring him, it's almost a good thing because now that he's running for president. Everybody's a, a lot more people are aware when he gets censored. They're like. Hey, this guy's getting censored, and then and, and then there's a lot of people out there that hey, I wonder why he's getting censored. And that they go is out happening. And they find him, and, he, and he's going on Joe Joe Rogan. Yeah. I mean, this guy's got an amazing audience size, like you wouldn't it's believe been it. Been on Peterson too, much Same. better than going on the news uh, circuit Way because they they they're not getting the audience anymore. Rogan and, uh, gets ten hundred times that. I, I mean, yeah, and I I watched part of that interview too after you told me that you watched. I mean, Ro the the problem with Rogan though is the thing that's so great about Rogan is it's long form, right? Yeah, very so, long. Yeah. So you get the people get to say what they're gonna say, 
but a lot of times you don't have time to hear all of that. But I did listen to like the first hour of it. And, um, you know, he was mostly getting into the medical vaccine. tyranny side yeah. of the of the vaccinations. And, and, and I love the story about how he got into it and how he was an environmental guy to begin with and mm -hmm. seeing all this stuff. But but when you just really boil down what this guy's been all about, it's been mm. about destroying corruption. Yeah, he's an uh, old, old, old school Democrat, just like a classic. Yeah. Yes. He's our, your kind of guy. He's my kind of guy. Yeah, I our our country would do well to um to get him in the office. I don't care what party you are for. It would be a huge step in the right direction. He doesn't put up with corruption. Corruption. He is a very stand up guy, and you can only get that through long form interviews like this. Yeah. If it's on yeah. TV, you're getting BS. You're, you're, you're just getting, getting sound bites. Yeah. The sound bites. That's all. That's all. And that's and, all they're doing against him right now. They are terrified of him and throwing the anti-vaxxer uh, crazy guy thing out there left and right. If you listen to him for an hour or two, or th I got like 10 hours under my belt of listening to him. You realize he's one of the smartest and most decent oh, yeah. guys on the planet. Highly, so I'm a big advocate. Big I advocate. highly, highly, highly recommend to everyone to read that book, The Real Dr. Oh, yeah. Fauci. I loved how Joe Rogan encapsulated that whole thing and talked about how he thought that RFK Jr. was some kind of kook. Uh, and it was based on just right. here's the stuff that people had told him. Yeah. And uh, and I loved how honest Joe Rogan was about this whole thing, about how he just hurt. He hid the waters for RFK Jr. were tainted. Yeah. Not by anything that RFK Jr. said or did, but because of what mainstream media had said and done to him to taint his name. They and, did the uh, same to Tulsi Gabbard. They really did. And mm -hmm. and the other thing, too, that he brought up was how interesting it is that when he goes on, on TV and gets interviewed by the media, that the media has to immediately cast dissension on him in order for that reporter yeah. to be kind of off the hook for criticism that you interviewed RFK Jr. What a terrible commentary for mm -hmm. our, our press today that is supposed yeah. to be working on our side. Right. No, to say the least. I, I don't even know what else to say about that except this. Think about one year from now when Biden uh, is six months away from if we survive his regime. Um, but the panic the Democrats are going to have, they're only just beginning to see, they they're, they are always so overconfident with the power of the press that they have, yes, but they yeah. don't realize that that has dwindled just exponentially in the last three years. Just the they, last three they years. They have shot themselves in the foot with yeah. this. Uh, I mean, it's a jewel what they have. They've got the media in their back pocket, but they've been so aggressive and so uh, arrogant about it. Mm -hmm that they're not even trying to hide what they're doing. Yeah. And gosh, you know, this whole thing, it, it's so hard to understand how they're keeping it to how anything is staying together in Washington at all right now, because mm -hmm. it seems like everything is just falling apart. But yeah. yet I was looking at some polls here um, and it was really interesting. Let me see if I can pull this up myself because um, I I was kind of shocked at the this uh, Quinnipiac poll that I saw. Here, Never heard here, of that down here. Quinnipiac is it? They're they're uh, very popular polling. Um, mm. Let's see here. Shows you how dumb I am. 
Uh, let's see, medium age, college. Let's see if I can find this even, college professor. Oh, gosh. I yeah. can't find it. I'm I'm having the very thing happen. Oh, sure. And I know <laughs> I will talk while you're looking for that, because what I wanted. to Oh, say here it is. is. Here it is. I'm sorry. But go oh, ahead okay. and say what you're going to well, say. Well, what I wanted to say is that the the left has gotten, very, as you said, very arrogant about how they know that they control the DOJ. They control the press. They control pharma. They're, they're infiltrated with all the big tech. They I mean, the, the censoring that's going on on Google and YouTube. I thought it peaked. I thought it was going to peak a while ago. It doesn't seem like it's peaked yet. They're no. censoring more and more and more. It's unbelievable. Ah, absolutely. So, so the arrogance that uh, the left has in um, in thinking that they have uh, control of every message that is out there, and, and I'm going to say they're very good at it. They're very very good at it because they they're are clever. more. Clever and more in cooperation with having people say complimentary things in unison at the same time. But I think they're seriously overestimating uh, the fact that most of Americans can see and are terrified. But what Joe Biden has become in in recent years, I think you're right, not mentally capable. And he's backed up by the least popular person next to Hillary Clinton. And, and uh, Kathleen Harris there. And I think the the crimes that we're hearing about mm. are having a very devastating effect. Here it is. 62% of Americans believe case against Trump is politically motivated. Eh, it's sure. probably not the one that I want to deal uh, but this is true. Okay, so uh, nearly two-thirds of Americans polled in a Quinnipiac University survey uh, uh, released Wednesday, it said the Department of Justice case against former President Trump over the mishandling of classified documents after he left the White House is, is mainly motivated by politics. The poll found that 62% of respondents said the DOJ case was against the former president. That's against the former president is mainly motivated by politics, while 34% of those surveyed think that the federal charges against Trump are mainly motivated by the law. That's two thirds, which is a, which in politics is called a super majority. Mm-hmm. But this uh, says that uh, uh, the opinions of the indictment vary starkly by political affiliation, with 91 percent of Republicans deeming the case politically motivated compared to Democrats, 28 mm-hmm. percent. So it seems like if you're a Democrat, that um, you're not necessarily wanting to believe that the system is corrupt sure. because, because it's in your favor. It's Don- and and it's and yeah. it's Donald Trump, whom they have Good programmed point. people to totally hate, no matter they trigger people with his just with his name. Yes. Uh, so you're going to have that. But I but that 28 percent. And so that means that, you know, 72 percent see this whole thing that's happening, indicting a president on something that, you know, I mean, look, he had those boxes in his home and presidents, all presidents have this. They're allowed to do this, but to vice presidents aren't allowed to do this. Right. No, but, no. I mean, but he Clinton... shot himself in the foot with that uh, interview with uh, Brett Baer. Uh, I mean, he just was admitting and contradicting himself left and right. So, I mean, that's really good footage for him going on trial. But what I will say is at the same time, he he can declassify, though. So whatever he's got in his house, he has the power. He could just if he takes it home and just says, I declassified it. All presidents have that power. Every single one of them do. I'm not going to argue legalities with you. I'm not a lawyer. 
I don't think well, you're I a don't lawyer. think you have to. No, you don't but have to be a lawyer to know what the I law would say is. Barry. This. You if don't he, have to be a lawyer. If, to he, know the if law. they actually take him out so that he can't run for president, I believe the Democrats would be totally shooting themselves in the foot. I do but too. But they are blinded by their absolutely blinded by their hatred for Donald Trump. So much so that that is just how absolutely corrupt, like over the top corrupt, everything has gotten since he uh, uh, won the primary. So I'm going back like six, seven years now. When he won the primary, I recognized the entire news cycle changed overnight. Everybody panicked. And um, you brought that up before, too. Yeah. And I think what they do is they because they hate Trump so much, they feel justified in taking any any measures on the table are completely valid because we're saving ourselves from tyranny. And yet. They've created tyranny. That's exactly right. And we saw what happened this week when um, Adam Schiff got censored in Congress for saying that he had all this evidence Mm. of corruption and collusion with Russia when he never did. And if he did, he never showed it to anybody. And Mm. so they censured him because this actually screwed up the whole United States. And did you see this happen in Congress, Barry? Like uh, a few days ago? Yes. Yes. I saw Schiff testify, two other people testify. And when I said a minute ago about how they are very in concert uh, together, I mean, they sounded very convincing while they were saying things that were absolutely illegal. That's correct. Uh, They they absolutely got all on the same page regarding the lie that's already been proven. Right. Um, Right. And when they censured him, the Democrat Party started to when when uh, the Speaker of the House got up to do the official censure, the Democrats all started to chant shame, 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 shame. Did you see that? I didn't see that. OK, that was the weirdest thing I've ever seen in the House <laughs> Congress before. Uh, it sounded like um, something that might happen on a kindergarten playground. It does. It's was and then and shame is awful when uh when every time he tried to speak the speaker uh they just started yelling out it sounded like uh um what you might hear at a ghetto movie theater during the Mm. movie i don't know if you've ever been to one of those before but that's what it sounded like uh you're not gonna hear what the movie has to say you're not gonna hear what uh what the speaker of the house has to say i mean they brought it down to such a low uh, a third world country kind of thing yeah. and uh and and to see every single democrat uh on board not one of them voted to censure adam adam schiff even though we know what he did and they which that guy's I mean, got no poker face he looks like he's lying to you he doesn't even believe himself when he's up there i mean he's like one of the worst guys in america right now mm-hmm. and that, 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 that's that you don't have to be a, a a partisan member to see this, but it is so partisan. Like it doesn't matter if it's a lie; it's about mm-hmm. partisanship. And we've talked about this before about uh, President Washington and how he, he, as the first president of America, he didn't have a party affiliation and didn't believe in party affiliations. And the quote is that mm-hmm. uh, what he said was that if we start to implement parties. It'll be only about the party 
it won't be about the American public any yeah. longer. And right. this is exactly what we're seeing come to fruition right here, right now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's terrible. And and here's the thing is that um, we saw where Hunter Biden got a slap on the wrist for his dealings with the IRS earlier this week. He got a uh, he got uh, if he pleads guilty to two misdemeanor charges, they're going to drop the felony gun charge. But then we found out yesterday, I'm just going to read this, just days after Hunter Biden reached a sweetheart plea deal with his father's Justice Department to avoid jail time for tax and gun crimes, the House, and we the House Ways and Means Committee unveiled new testimony from IRS whistleblowers alleging roadblocks were set before them to ensure preferential treatment for President Joe Biden's son. What's more, whistleblower testimony claims that the U.S. attorney overseeing the probe of Hunter Biden's tax crimes had his attempts to charge Hunter in 22 denied. Ways and Means Committee Chairman Jason Smith confirms on Thursday that his committee had credible whistleblower testimony alleging misconduct and government abuse that is resulting in preferential treatment for the president's son. I started digging into this. Um, this all came out yesterday. I started digging into this, Barry. And what's happened is that he actually was the the IRS actually recommended two felony charges against him, which could put him in jail for over 20 years. Mm -hmm. um, and the gun felony charge, tens of thousands of people have gone to prison for that already. And a lot of it had to do with Biden himself when he when he was in charge of passing those uh, violent crime bills back in the, the 80s and 90s and disproportionately affected black people, by the way, as well. Now he's getting away with with crimes that none of us could ever possibly get away with <clears throat> we would all go to jail <clears throat> we're also <clears throat> finding out that the justice department has this uh u.s attorney and this u.s attorney has tried to bring hunter biden to trial in washington dc and also in california and also applied for as a special counsel to go after uh, the corruption that's happened as a result of cf uh, uh, uh cefc uh, the chinese company that they're involved in and he was denied three oh, times now wow. and here's why because they want to run out the statute of limitations. Sure. No, I'm not surprised by any of that. We're all I mean, more and more wise to it. And we're, it's, we have this totally helpless feeling. I mean, so get this. look, they already interfered in the election. The FBI, CIA, CSA Absolutely. pressured the social media yeah. companies, not to mention mainstream media, to hide the whole laptop thing. We all know that. That's election Absolutely. interference by our own government. Okay, what do you so wait? You let's call let's. That? I I think this is treason. Um, so this is the Rashes. next thing is, take a look at the submarine deal that uh, oh, right. have such a That's horrible awful, thing. Man. And that was what, awful. Fine, what, what I found out yesterday is that the U.S. Navy had listening devices in the water. That's what they do. They listen for mm. what's going on. I heard there. about this. Yeah. And that they heard an implosion within an hour and 45 minutes of that, uh, that, read uh, that. ship going into the water. And that uh, this whole thing about hearing pounding or uh, banging down underwater was a lie to keep the story alive. So that we wouldn't, and and the theory is that 
this was a big uh, smoke screen so that nobody would hear about what I just read about what happened in with the whistleblowers. Mm. And I got to tell you, Barry, that I I hadn't heard about the whistleblowers myself because I was so focused on that that submarine story. It, it completely took over the news. And they, they did so. This is could, what I'm saying. They filled it up. Yeah. They used the, the okay. So the the Navy knew about it. They communicated that to the Coast Guard. The Coast Guard was the one that was making these reports saying that they were hearing banging down there, but they already knew that. So who was it that orchestrated that? That could only come from the commander in chief. Mm. And so this is what I'm talking about. This thing is completely rigged every which way from Sunday. And yeah. it seems like, as you've said before, when you take a look at 62% of Americans believe uh, that the case against Trump is potentially is politically motivated, it seems to me that people are starting to wake up and see, uh, the majority of people are waking up and seeing, but we do have this class of people that seems to not be able to wake up. Agreed, but it's on both sides because I do oh, yeah. believe- I agree. And I know on the right that there is a, a movement to try to get Chris Christie. They feel Chris Christie is the only one that can stand and take out Trump at the knees in a debate. And uh, that's the strategy. They don't feel that he could ever win in the general, but they feel that he could take Trump out in the primary. Uh, so I here's all I'm trying to say. I believe that the only way to save uh, the job at the, the so-called top uh, the commander in chief is by taking out Trump because then everybody will start looking at Biden and go, Oh, because right now they think that for some reason they think that Biden is the one that can take out Trump. And while it showed to kind of work before, I don't think it could work again, but I think if Trump is out of the running, that the hatred that fuels the left is going to kind of uh, be lost and not know where to go. I mean, I'm sure they'll go into, uh, well, I don't know if if Biden all of a sudden isn't the 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 savior to take out Trump. Do they even consider RFK Jr. or uh, there's Marianne Williamson, um, maybe who they right now won't talk about. They will not talk about in mainstream media because they yeah. don't. They want to just do the coronation with Biden. Everything isn't that something. I mean, it, it is. It, it, it's really, really something. And I, I. Uh... You know, the only way they take out Trump is <clears throat> with the these indictments that, you know, 30 some indictments that could put him in jail for the rest of his life. Yeah. I mean, think about that, Barry. Oh, You're going to put know. this guy in jail for the rest of his life for a document crime when you're letting we're letting people out of jail nationwide for rape and murder. Uh, right. But we're going to put him. I mean, this is so upside down. It's it's unbelievable. And not only that, we've set a precedent for going after our political en enemies. Oh, two, at the two worthless level. impeachments, a Russian collusion. I mean, well, go you on. Think and about on. all of the money that was spent by the taxpayer swamp, dollars. Yeah. Uh, these taxpayer dollars to be able to really. It, I mean, it, it's put the whole country into a, a tailspin. Yeah. Um, the way that I see it here is that um, there's no way to stop Trump unless he goes to jail. And uh, we're, we're already seeing uh, DeSantis back there where uh, a lot of the, their Soros money going into his campaign. Really? And other, oh, yeah. Um, I, you know, 
this is I'm not saying that DeSantis is a Soros guy, but I know that he's there. They want they want to take Trump out so bad that they'll mm. finance Republicans to go after him. Mm. I don't think there's any way that Trump can be beat except for that. And so what I think is and that, that's not my ideal. But what I think is that he's got to find a running mate that's mm. going to soften this up a little bit. Um, and I think. I, I brought this up before, but I really think that you bring an RFK Jr. in as a vice president, and now you've got something that the general public might be able to embrace. I just couldn't um, see him ever doing that. RFK I can't Jr. either. Yeah. I can't either because he's got too big of an ego, uh, and he, he's got to be the one-man show. But I don't know. You can't bring in – I'm just concerned that – we're seeing and hearing rhetoric and seeing actions out there that I, and I'm a history guy. I haven't seen anything like this except for the run up to the civil war. Wow. Wow. That's a, that's a way to put it. Um, okay. Going from here, I have, uh, speaking of whistleblowers and cover-ups and all that, I have a whole bunch of stuff about the latest UFOs. Go, oh, yeah. On. If you want to go there. But sure, if let's go there right else, now. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I wanted to go there because you sent me that uh, uh, that clip out of Fox News and it had uh, uh, Schellenberger. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. And I thought that was really interesting. He's that, a guy uh, I trust a lot. He's a left-leaning like journalist. Left-leaning mm -hmm. journalist that got a lot less left after he was one of the people appointed to receive the Twitter files. Right. And he uh he he couldn't believe the amount of corruption that was going on. And uh how would you say what what did he get exposed to via the Twitter files that disturbed ah. him so much? Well, he started to see the corruption that was happening and how that Twitter had become a, a propaganda arm for for the left, really, and uh, that this was not this free speech bastion. It was actually extremely controlled by our government. And he put that out there and then became hated by the government and uh, yeah. hated by the left, especially. But uh, he really showed... I mean, obviously, he's not a guy that I agree with a hundred percent, but he he really showed his integrity of like, yeah. hey, he believes what he believes, and he's going to stick with that no matter he's what the consequences journalist. are. And I have to, I hundred a hundred percent respect that. Yeah, he's a real journalist. And yeah, he's he is. This <clears throat> Very few of them out there these days. I gotta, I want to mention as I go through this that there's a lot of stunning truth or backed up uh, with fact in here. However, the entire beginning of this article centers around ridiculousness. This uh, this lawyer, Daniel Sheehan, um, I don't know where they found him. He, he looks like a crazy dude. And he, they're talking about somebody uh, uh, witnessing, eyewitnessing I a UFO that they climbed in and all of a sudden it was bigger than a football field where it looked like a 30-foot UFO. All of this it frame, is to frame everything to come in ridiculousness. It's like a, a, a delicious hamburger, but the buns are pretzel buns. Mm, like, mm. Just you know, overpowering and not good. And so um, 
what I'm trying to say is literally they they're they're putting out the the typical ridiculousness in the beginning so that it'll frame when they get to the more factual stuff. So I highlighted the more the important stuff. I don't okay. want to take all day doing this. I want to actually have more of a discussion. So uh, I told you about that ridiculousness of somebody seeing a uh inside of a ufo and all of a sudden it was bigger than a football field uh so on this on-camera interview by former senior air force intelligence officer david grush alleging that the u.s government possesses multiple crash non-human craft i also have a uh, video of that pulled up that we can go over to that because this david grush is hold on a second non-human craft is uh -huh. that, that's a new buzzword because they can't say alien anymore well, I non-human, not an alien. They say all of it. The okay. Department of Defense says it has not discovered any verifiable information to support these claims. This is important because he has submitted hundreds of verifiable evidence to the Department of Defense. Mm. And it's it's like the DOJ investigating the mm. DOJ. We talk about that from time to time. Well, he has to go through the yes. Department of Defense to show that the Department of Defense is crooked. So he's got to, you know, it's ridiculous. All right, so <laughs> that's that, I, that's a good good observation. Yes, right, right. So let's go down here. Uh, this is when he goes through the stuff about a thirty foot saucer partially embedded in the Earth. They try to bulldoze it out. And when it came with, uh, let's see, a guy went into it. There it is. It was as big, a, big as a football stadium inside. It was freaking him out. And he became nauseous. I, it's all BS. That's planted government uh, BS to make everything else look ludicrous. So the lack of deep details, documents, and photos are leading skeptics to dismiss these things as tall tales and stories of the off-world UFO, UFO stored by secret government programs. So there you go. There's your diversion. Military intelligence officials who have voiced their support for Grush sit, uh, since he came forward publicly to point out that he himself that he placed himself at considerable risk if he is lying, as all his claims have been submitted to the DOD and in intelligence community inspector generals on penalty of perjury. Okay, so I. Kind of so he be he believes it, but that's really well. He, he must saying, believe he presented what he's all the because he put himself at risk by by nothing to gain. perjury by doing that. Yeah, exactly. I see what you're saying. Right, right. So this was a video. See, this is a screen cap I'm using now, so I could do the highlights, so I could get through it efficiently. But in yeah. this video, they show this orb, this silver orb, go yeah. shooting through the the window. Of course, it's not the greatest footage, but these are said to have been to be seen now all over the world. Hmm. And uh, and they, hmm. of course, do the sharp turns and all that. Nobody knows right. what the heck they are. Hmm. Uh, okay, so Jim Shell, a former chief scientist of space innovation. Notice the credentials here, okay? Former chief scientist of the Space Innovation and Development Center at Air Force Space Command wrote on LinkedIn Monday in support of Grush, he, in quotes, I will vouch for the integrity of David Grush. Uh, getting to the bottom of this elusive and is elusive and problematic to say the least. I will assert no matter the conclusion of extra of extraterrestrial materials. 
or not, the DOD and IC security apparatus is in trouble and unwitting compliant compl accomplices are not fostering an, are, uh, <laughs> I've read that so bad, are fostering an abusive system. So he doesn't like the cover up that's going on. Okay, and uh, Grush 36 has had given scores of classified documents and even photographs to the DOD Inspector General. That's what I said a few minutes ago. So they're saying they have no proof. Grush is saying, I gave him hundreds of, of classified documents. And uh, he's given them over 100 classified documents. This is a quote. But he hasn't been able to show all of them to the staff in the Senate Intelligence Committee because some don't have the adequate clearances. So they have stone walls put up all over the place, even though there's this new whistleblower law that's protecting him at the same time. So they're still doing everything they can. I, I got more proof here, but I'm telling you. Very soon, it's going to irrefutably come out that, yes, we've had ET vehicles for decades. It's going to come out real soon. Mm -hmm. Okay, the problem mm -hmm. is that people, uh, let's see, who that there, here we go. The problem is that people who have been, who have those kinds of clearances are part of the people who've been concealing it for 75 years. That is the problem. So journalist Gail Lombert asked if he had, uh, in quotes, seen any exotic gear with your own eyes to Grush. Grush replied, I saw some very interesting things that I'm not allowed to talk about publicly right now. I don't have approval. So on June 3rd, former top defense intelligence officer Christopher Mellon, he's the guy that wrote, uh, leaked the, the Tic Tac footage and stuff like that. He wrote in an essay to Politico revealing he had re referred four witnesses to the government's UFO investigative investigation task office, uh, task force, the all domain anomaly resolution office arrow. And by the way, I forget who said this, but somebody that was uh, very much on the, uh, bringing this to the forefront said that all of these acronyms, acronyms are purposely laid out to sound very confusing and to be a mouthful just so that it makes everything so cumbersome. Even as I'm reading this, it sounds cumbersome. So, mm -hmm. um, so the, what this head officer, uh, no, four witnesses to the government's UFO investigative office arrow who claim to have knowledge of a secret U.S. government program involving the analysis and exploitation of materials recovered from off-world craft. Okay, so then we also have, I'm just bringing out all the credible people here that are testifying in his behalf. Nobel Prize nominee and CIA scientist, Dr. Hal Putoff, who worked in the government's 2008 to 2012 UFO program known as AAWSAP, again, the crazy acronyms, told the Daily Mail in April that he briefed Congress on classified information about UFO reverse engineering programs. This is very much coming to light. And knew of whistleblowers who had worked in the alleged programs that um, I'm, I'm Ad living here that uh, Bob Lazar has been talking about since the 80s. Okay, the reverse engineering programs. Michael Schellenberger, author and founder of the news site Public, 
reported on one on Wednesday several unidentified intelligence sources who claimed that they had seen credible and verifiable evidence that the government or military contractors have at least 12 alien spacecrafts. I've heard that repeatedly by very credible people. Okay, in quotes, every five years we get one or two recovered spacecraft for one reason or another from either a landing or that we catch or they just crash, one alleged whistleblower told the publication. I know of at least 12 to 15 craft. Mm, wow, 12 uh, to 15. That's, yeah. that's kind of amazing. Um, and so uh, <clears throat> I, I'm very skeptical. Oh, you should be. I mean, and, if you're uh, not skeptical, then you're going to get bamboozled by the stuff that they were leading in with it with the guy that saw a 30-foot craft, went inside, and it was bigger than a football field. That's that's the ludicrousness that the government plans. Yes, yes. And and again, uh, a lot of, you know, you take a look at uh, Schellenberger. I like what he said in the uh, thing on Fox News. He said, look, I'm not going to tell you that this is, you know, for sure the real thing or not, but there's a lot of evidence out there. And we can't just put our head in the sand. We need to mm -hmm. find out what that evidence is. So I, I agree with that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not so much buying into the fact that this is, these are extraterrestrial, extraterrestrial or alien craft uh, yet. Um, sure. I First off, <clears throat> I haven't seen any of them. I've seen these grainy pictures, and I think um, that, that that's weird in itself. Because... Now you're buying into exactly. I mean, they will not release. They're given sure, sure. I know, I know. They but but everybody's got they a, will. everybody's got they an will. iPhone, right? Everyone's got one now. We take films, we take pictures of everything, and really, that's the best we got. I'm sorry that that's skeptical to me. Um, the other thing is this: I hear all of this, but that means that we have 12 to 15 alien space crews out there maybe they're, they could be on band well they could be but no one's talking about that and even schellenberger when they asked him about that he didn't want to talk about it to me that's the real thing is let's see the alien okay oh for sure let's see some aliens here then maybe we can we can talk but here's my thing is this also could be um that that I mean, OK, here's Tesla uh, was destroyed by very powerful people because he had come up with an alternative energy source mm. and was experimenting with it and could cause things to move uh, without an, without producing any kind of heat as a result. And he had things flying around the room. Uh, and doing things like these kinds of ships are doing like that. And then he was destroyed. And uh, who was he destroyed by the energy people who are mm -hmm. extremely rich and powerful and oh, didn't yeah. want to lose their thing. Um, could there be our government or non-government organization that's actually behind all of this? Uh, I think a lot of them could be. Somebody said recently to uh, answer to that was i think it's 50 50 is what I think, the guy said i think there's a good chance that a lot of this stuff is stuff that our government actually knows about and i think the timing is really interesting for them to start coming out and saying oh there are ufos out there when all of this other stuff like the distractions we read about just now that were purposely done 
you use the dead bodies of these scientists and that young boy, the 19-year-old, to extend out a story. Oh, there's they could still be alive when you're trying to hide what's happening with your son and you're using the apparatus of the DOJ. It's what it looks like happened. So if they did that, of course they would use something like this to distract us as well. Everybody's looking in the sky. Like, for instance, when the Chinese balloon came over, everyone knew it was a Chinese balloon, but then three more came over and they called them UFOs. Mm -hmm. And it's like, wait a second, this sounds, my BS meter is pressed into the red right now. Well, you got to understand that um, the government has not been voluntarily leaking anything. Christopher Mellon, was the one that uh, leaked it, leaked the the TikTok footage and the the stuff with Doctor uh, David Fraser, not Doctor uh, Commander David Fraser. Uh, some of these really obvious uh, videos of things that we do not know well, what they are. So I now know, but... the government has had to respond ever since, and I think that they are doing a very effective job of feeding the. Um, Oh, disinformation stuff, conspiracy stuff. And just like I said repeatedly I, I about know, I know. the ridiculous story up there. But I well, well when I, I look at what your sources there, I mean, like they are credible sounding, but this one guy, he's a Nobel Prize winner, and he's first off, oh, Barack Obama won the Nobel Peace Prize. So to me, he didn't even do anything. He hadn't done anything. He got the Nobel Peace Prize. To me, that's a meaningless prize. And he's with the CIA, so I immediately don't trust him. This other guy's with the intelligence department. He says he's a whistleblower. But I remember the intelligence department, uh, 56 of them signed on to the fact that the Hunter Biden story from the from the uh, New York Post was Russian disinformation. So now I don't trust our our intelligence apparatus whatsoever. They lie to us. Uh, and so I, this is my problem is that if there is a big problem with this, the U.S. government has shot himself in the foot because I can't trust them anymore. And now if this is true, it's the boy who cried wolf and it's going to be just like invasion of the body snatchers or something because we just don't believe anything they say anymore. And I think that's the biggest problem is that. They've made themselves so untrustworthy that if something happens where we're in danger, imminent danger, I'm I'm not going to believe them because they lie every other time. That's a horrible thing. Agreed. Uh, but there's this is like so cumulative. There's whole police departments that have chased down UFOs. Uh, They're chasing down something. Yep. I agree. Yeah, well, they are UFOs on identified well, that, well, That's all it is, is a UFO. So we don't know what it okay, is. Okay, Merle. Jesus. That's all really I'm trying to say. So there, there is no, a no, I mean, so no, whole let's city back up. Let's back in up. your no, state, no, I, I, in I'm your sorry. state of Arizona, that, I mean, thousands of people had seen this gigantic triangular UFO that went over the entire I, state. I, I'm not saying that they're not seeing anything. I'm saying that it might not be aliens that are flying it. I yeah, I hear you, but I, I but what has I'm, happened? I'm, and I'm and I'm agreeing with you on UFO. It's an unidentified flying object. There's so a, there a scientist, a, UFO. a very well respected scientist. Of course, I can't remember his name. I believe he was on Rogan one of the last times I heard him, but known to be the biggest skeptic forever and ever. Uh, but a leading, probably uh, a propulsion expert or. Um, aerospace expert but he was a, a doubter forever and ever a scientist and he finally said 
that the amount of evidence has been so cumulative and overwhelming by, with credible uh, people that he now has to believe scientifically that it's more likely that we do have alien spacecraft than not. Yeah. Unfortunately, for dude, there's nothing I could tell you. You are this is an uh, ideological, uh, religious thing for you. There's nothing I'm going to do. Well, where but, are you getting that from? Because I've known you my entire life. Why do you think it's a religious thing? I haven't brought up religion at all. Uh, you're because... refuting something with something I've not said. That's not true. Well, here's my problem, Barry. It has nothing to do with religion. Here's what it has to do with. These people have lied over and over and over again. Scientists, believe the science. I can't believe it anymore. I'm sorry. It's, this isn't that I don't believe you. It's that I don't believe them. I don't believe them. They've lied to me and they've tried to screw me. And then I feel like they've tried to kill me. So that's where I'm at. How can I believe them now? How can you believe them now? Uh, it's kind of exactly the picking and choosing of where the science seems to land, where the belie believability seems to land. Well, and I don't so... trust our government I don't at either. all. I, I don't think either. they lie all the time. Me and too. that's what I think these guys, they're very good guys. If you would watch the interviews and see what uh, they have stake, he had Senator I... Harry Reid for years saying that we have to uh, come clean on on the things that we have. I know, but Senator Harry Reid was a giant liar. I mean, that's what I'm trying to say is that the credibility of the people that are saying this, I don't I don't see the credibility. Astronauts and all of the Navy personnel I don't, and I don't, commercial airline pilots. I believe they're seeing it's something, but when they send us this radar image of it, which they say they cannot see with the naked eye, and it's all grainy anyhow, you're not giving me any evidence. No one's given us any evidence. I haven't seen any evidence. Evidence. Show me the alien. I've been, I've been Show presenting me the alien. you evidence, and it's not only it's just not, it's hearsay. grainy uh radar evidence they it's triangulated i mean now they have uh okay. radar sonar visual so they're seeing something i'm not refuting that they're seeing something what i'm refuting is that it's extraterrestrials driving it that's my re refutation that, okay. that's all okay I, I don't know why the show show me that why why i mean that's what i want to what see. i think not hearing is it. if it's if it's um man-made then look at where we're at, as impressive as we are with our propulsion, uh, propulsion pro uh, propellants of, uh, of uh, jets and rockets and things like that. It's fairly impressive, but compared to the, the stuff that we see defying physics what, whatsoever, it's day and night. They're not even closely related. We are, we are ants, and that is like the human walking about to step on us that's what it looks like it's just not relatable now i, was, I, I, I didn't I, I, now do i believe i absolutely believe we've been trying to reverse engineer uh extraterrestrial craft for many years and we have a little bit of luck or some probably some more failures than anything else and i think that we've flown these ET vehicles around by reports that I've read, but I think that they're just way too far beyond us. I, I just think that attributing it to extraterrestrials without an extraterrestrial that supposedly drove these things, 
that's the connection that I need, Barry. If I, I don't understand. see that, then I don't believe it. And, well, and I, ha I feel like I have good reason based on the track record of what I've been hearing from our government, because this is all coming out of the government. I, I can't not really. Not really. It's coming well, from just, investigative reporters. Well, the people that you just showed were in the government. Yeah, there's a few. Then I also shared the Well, the videos are you. from the government. I shared the podcast with you from, I forget his name. He's got a simple name. Uh, investig he's been an investigative reporter for 30 years. And yeah. he uh, on he really unearthed the Virginia. Um, it, it's it's uh, Brazil's um, Roswell. And he was extremely skeptical about investigating that whatsoever. But when he started- I remember to, that, yeah. It was uh, it was like unveiling a massive government cover up and just most people were terrified to talk about it. And he's at the point now where he has so many eyewitness testimonies because it was in 1996, which is still most people are still alive that was involved in that. And he has so many eyewitness testimonies and he's like apologetic and humble about what he's saying. He's like, I get be skeptical, stay skeptical. But where we are right now is we've uncovered enough that I, I'm promising you that you will be safe if you give us more visual evidence now to go with what we have. So he's looking to take it to another step. Uh, and I mean, there's a, what's his name? The Las Vegas reporter who's a very, very famous um UFO investigators. So I'm not talking about these That's are just people involved with the military or government. There's investigative reporters that uh, really spend a lot of their lives trying to un uncover the truth. And they know that they have to do it on an incredibly slippery slope. So they have to. I agree. Provide more credibility than the average person would even I, I understand exactly what you're saying and I'm not trying to impugn those people's credibility because I actually believe that they believe what they're what they're looking at and my problem is this is that I've become through the last few years a, a, a show me kind of guy uh, because of all of the misinformation and the lies that have been fed to us so I'm I'm jaded when it comes to that. And here's what I learned is that the government has used fear to control us. Mm -hmm. And this mm -hmm. is a perfect vehicle to use fear that they've been doing it since the fifties to scare people regarding right. UFOs. We've seen movies where they've tried to scare us with this too. And, and somehow these movies become reality later on. Like it's a weird thing that's happening. And it's like, how is Hollywood involved in these things? How is the CIA involved with Hollywood? I hate to be that guy, but too many things have happened where I see a coordinated effort from our government to fool us. I think guys like Bob Lazar are definitely seeing things. I don't know what they are, and mm. I don't think they absolutely know what they are either. That's what Lazar I, I, said. I, I, but I do think that they are on to something. But every time they do the research, it turns out, as you said, there's a government involvement and a massive government involvement that they've tried to keep secret. Barry, that's what I'm talking about. I understand. I, I, I'm talking about those people that have been trying to keep things under wraps and everything we've learned about vaccinations and how they've kept all that secret from us. And now it's just now coming out. 
makes me think this could be a part of that whole thing. I, I don't totally know how, understand. but it's, I, I don't, I, and I didn't mean to be contentious with you. I'm not contentious no, you with should you be. and what you you're should thinking. Be contentious. Not, not with you. I'm contentious with the subject because we've been screwed by these guys trying to make us afraid. And, and, and then they say, Oh, well, it's a science and everything. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm, I'm triggered by that. It's not you. Mm -hmm. I'm triggered by the fact that they've tried, they've turned my life upside down using these same kinds of tactics. And I'm done being fooled by that. Not, I know how you whether feel. that's true or not. I'm not saying that it's not true. Cause I don't know. I'm, I'm right there with Schellenberger. I want to look into it, but I'm mm -hmm. very, very skeptical. That's all because and you of all should the lies. be, I think there, this could go in a lot of different directions. And I think that our intelligence community knows how to plant those seeds and nurture the ones. That's kind of what I was trying to point out at the beginning right of that right article. Yep. But, uh, and I also don't think that we have anything to fear from an extraterrestrial society. That. That's, I, they, uh, I think they have more, they're more fearful of us for good reasons, because we're so primitive that we want to meet everything with a missile and, uh, and, and then pick apart the bodies later. Uh, but I, we don't, we, that's assuming they're not primitive too. I mean, they could be scientifically advanced and still be primitive as far as like bloodthirsty, uh, type. We don't know. I mean, who no, knows? We I don't even know I don't if they're real think or so. not. Right. Uh, I just how, don't well, think you, you don't know that. Right. I just don't think a, a, a an organism, even if it's AI or or if it's a actual organism, I just don't think that they could be get to that point in evolution and 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 be malevolent in such a primitive level. See, I always but look you at you haven't it, seen Star Trek. <laughs> but I always look at like we never realized just how primitive we are. We barely came out of the hunter-gatherer era. Oh, you know, we yeah. uh, society's so young. You try tra tracing back your lineage for yeah. two generations, and all of a sudden, you don't know what the hell was going on. So, well, I'm talking about. I I see these, and they could be us in the future, as in a different dimension. I don't know, but I don't think we have anything to fear from them. Um, uh but I'm, I'm just not in agreement with that. Just, I, I don't I don't know. I mean, how how would you know that? That's a that's a guess. And a lot of I, evidence. I see that. But wait, hold on, because you're talking about comparing it to our to us human beings. Uh -huh. We've we're just as violent as we ever were in all of human history. We, well, that was my point. That is well, my so point. we haven't evolved at all. No, no. But so we how think is it we that have. people that are but we've advanced technologically? Yes, yes. But yes. we haven't advanced as far as, you know, the fallen nature of humans. So so yeah. just because they're advanced technologically, it's what I'm trying to say is that unless they're, you know, so alien, they're so different from us that they've also evolved uh, as a species as far as uh, uh, being civilized, because I don't think we have. Uh, then they would be very much, much different not from much. us. Well, I there's a lot of theory I mean, that we're they... we're killing people in ways today that are so oh, brutal God, that oh, even yeah. even people during the Stone Age would be like, man, that's that's sick. What you guys? I are know, doing. <laughs> I know. But in time, I think that we will evolve into well, see, a more compassionate. But there's being. nothing to base that on. I mean, we can't base that on any experience that we've I think, had. 
Oh, I think it's, as it's, a it's whole a, in society, we're much less violent than we were 500 years ago. No way. We didn't have the technology to rip somebody apart with a, a, a hollow point weapon. We didn't have the ability to send a drone over to somebody's house and eliminate them with a small I know bomb. those things happen. I mean, we 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 did. We've been killing. We. I mean, I read stories about armies that defeated our other armies in the past. Then they went up to a huge cliff and pushed 150,000 people over the oh, cliff. I, know. I mean, I know the, the, we, we've not changed. We're just as violent as we ever were. Uh, that's never changed. I, I mean, I, so. I, 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 don't, to, I don't believe I, hate, I, I, I could debate you. I could debate you on this all day and look at historical facts on what we've actually done. Uh, I, I don't see where where that's coming from. I just don't. I, we have not evolved as far as that's concerned. I would say because there's now 8 billion people on Earth and the average age is doubled. I mean, that's kind of one. We've that's become technology. Cooperative societies. And but you're talking about war wise. I totally follow you on that. The leaders of our countries are still I think there's probably less wars than there used to be. But when you got the power, the power that a leader garners uh, when they're leading a nation is still completely corruptible and they kill a lot of people because they want to conquer for their own power. Yeah. And that's still a primitive instinct. Where was I going with that? I, I mean, know, I had a we, point. We've, you I know had what, a point. Here's what's really great, because I mean, we're going to have to wrap up uh, here. Oh, okay. But here's what's really great. We haven't had a good argument in a long time. We agree on almost everything. And the, so this was like really different that we got to do this. And we kind of we kind of got a little contentious with each other. But which is uh, okay. I, I wish think it's I totally, it was kind of fun actually. Wish I would have brought out some more video uh though to show some of the proof. But it, we could be here all day then. No, nah, we, we definitely would. I, I mean, I think the bottom line is I, I think we both have an interest in this and we're looking at it a little bit from from our own point of views. We're seeing mm -hmm. it differently, but uh, it is a very interesting subject. I'm so jaded on what our society has done from mainstream media to the government to the uh, uh, non-government organizations and this whole global cabal that I see happening, yep. that I see how easily they could use this particular subject to keep us in a, a mental cage. And that's that's my thing that I'm concerned about, because it seems like they uh, the old never let a good crisis go to Good. That's a good note to end on. Very, I like it. There is hope. Great, great note to end on. All right, buddy. Had a blast. Happy Friday. Have a Happy great Friday weekend. To you. I'll yep, talk yep. to you real soon. Take care, right. Barry. You Bye. too.